Good evening, Jamie. How are you? I'm fine, mate. Yink. Yeah, good. Just just for the reference, we have already recorded about 10 minutes. However, I did forget to press record, so we are. Uh, this is take two. This is take two, yeah, because uh, Warren it's... is a competent <laughs> professional. It's a good job we know each other very well. We do. We do. <laughs> Tolerate. Right, so if you'd like to introduce yourself, Jamie, and um, obviously talk about um, Oliver. Yeah, so uh, in fact... Before we go into that, that's one of the things that uh, got me and you talking, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That's how many years now? Too many. Yeah, I think I'd get less for, for murder, I think. Probably, I would say about six years now, actually, think about it. Actually, yeah, it is. It's about six years, mate. Aye. Um, but yeah, my, uh, my angel Oliver. Well, I'm Jamie, and I am angel dad to Oliver, and also... Uh, uh, Rainbow Dad to my daughter Scarlett. That's, I have to remember her name then. That, that's, that's bad, Jimmy. Um, but yeah, uh, Oliver, he was born on the 30th of August uh, 2015 at 23 weeks. Uh, and that was after a medical termination or what we now refer to as a compassionate early induction. Definitely just, sounds much surely, better. Yeah, it does sound much kinder. Is it? it's not as harsh in your face. When, when did when did the t- change the terminology for it then? Because obviously, when we met, that's pretty much what we called it was the I, medical termination. I don't think it has ever officially been changed. So that's shocking. That that definitely needs. I'll have to but, go away and have a look at that. But that that sounds like it should be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought some sort of uh, campaign for that, but I'll be well beyond that. But um, yeah, that was at 23 weeks um, into the pregnancy. It was actually diagnosed uh, of a condition that he had that led us to that uh, at the 20 week scan. Uh, and the condition is called uh, Patel syndrome. It's the chromosome 13. It actually, instead of doubling, it makes um, three copies of itself. Right which screws up development um, down the center line of the body. Yeah. The big thing that was picked up on the scan was he had a cleft palate and a huge hernia, which when they told us that in the sonogram room, we just assumed that fine, we'll go ahead with the pregnancy. And then it might just be a few cosmetic uh, and medical uh, procedures. Um, But yeah, it turned out that there was a signs of a, uh, massive, massive uh, genetic defect. Yeah. Um, it affects the uh, heart, brain, kidneys, liver, lungs. Uh, in some extreme cases, uh, facial features are um, disfigured as well. Yeah. Um, but we were very lucky. Uh, our Oliver was uh, quite photogenic. Um, bless him. Um, yeah, at the 20 week scan that was picked up, we had a amniocentesis to confirm uh the diagnostic, and yeah. um, yeah, so three days before Catherine went in and took the medication, she had to physically take the medication. I was still at work that yeah. day, I couldn't get the day off, um, which kick starts the uh, induction and terminates the pregnancy. Yeah. 
uh, and then she was fully inducted uh, on the weekend of the 30th. It was, oh, must be about 10 hours worth of induced labour. Yeah. But the, the actual syndrome itself is quite rare. It affects uh, one in 5,000 births. Right. Uh, so it's not it's not commonly known. It's uh, it's not one that's out there much. Yeah, you don't really. I've never really seen much on it. No, no. But the hardest thing for us was having to make that choice. Yeah, we 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 could have carried on with the pregnancy, but um, if we did, he could have passed away later on during the pregnancy. Very high risk of being stillborn. Yeah. And even if he did survive the pregnancy and the birth, um, his quality of life would have been awful and so short, which is why we took the road that we did. And I, we think we made, well, we, we know we now know that we made the best decision for him. Yeah. I think decisions like that, you've obviously got to be able to live with yourself. It's, it's like turning the life support off. Yeah. Making any sort of obviously extreme decisions like that, um, but if it makes sense to you and you can come to terms with that, like obviously you're gonna always question whether it was the right thing to do. I don't, I don't yeah, think I was, you I was be, think Yeah, you, you mentioned guilt there, and that was for me the biggest hurdle to get over. Yeah, constantly thinking we killed our son. Yeah. Well, um. I mean, go back to obviously my Oliver and the reason me and you obviously have it it's it's a really weird bond to have. It is. I, I still ex like my, my my new partner, obviously I explained to her how I knew you. And even she was like, it's you know, it's it's good, but yeah. it is a very, very weird bond to have with somebody. It, it's not a friendship I ever thought I would have. Uh, but yeah. I'm, uh, I would say between gritted teeth, I'm kind of glad. About <laughs> it. But no, it's like, um, obviously, everybody knows my story. But yeah. obviously, when I'd had to go in and they asked for my permission to stop working on him, like it's, it's decisions like that that you will always, always. I mean, that's the one that still gets me to this day. Yeah. And if I go through my stages, I don't know what you're like of having flashbacks. Um, yeah, they, that's, they do. that's the one that always is the kicker for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we called Arsenal, Oliver, uh, after actually a superhero. I managed to get that away with that one. Uh, Oliver Queen. Yeah. Green Arrow. Uh, and again, managed to do the same with uh, my main book, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. But yeah, bless her. She's good as gold. And again, going on to have another one after Oliver, that was a huge roller coaster in itself. Yeah. Because we were thinking, you know, as everyone would, is this going to happen again? Is it our fault that there's a genetic? Yeah. You know, because we were never offered actually any testing to see if I, I've now recently looked on the NHS uh, website and parents. They have a baby with this condition and now actually offer testing. All right, okay. So at least things are changing and being looked at more, but yeah, at that point we were just told no, it's just one of those things. Um, well, it's it's the same with um, 
obviously with Oliver, his mum had a preeclampsia. Yeah. Um, and she's actually, um, my daughter's mother is uh, pregnant at the moment and she's managed to get preeclampsia again, which as long as you're monitored these days, um, it tends to not be as bad. But obviously back then, yeah, the, the signs were completely missed. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, it's one of them things because obviously the NHS works so damn hard. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, well, yeah, more more so than now, obviously, with the uh, COVID pandemic and that. Yeah. Um, and I've never been one to, like, apportion blame or anything, because stuff, no. stuff can get missed, but it shouldn't. Yeah, but everyone, to a point, I know what you're saying, it's only human at the end of the day. Because, obviously, we had, with Oliver, we, um, yours was just with the one hospital, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Obviously, with Oliver, it was like two. Right. And the first one, I'm not going to obviously start mentioning uh, trust names and that. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that failed epically, but the second hospital were absolutely like couldn't have gone any more polar opposite if you tried. Yeah. But just going back to a part of your story there, um, you weren't allowed the day off work. Not not the day that Catherine went to go take. The medication to get things going. Yeah. Um, See that that doesn't sit right for me. So I went went uh, our twenty week scan was actually mid afternoon. So yeah. I went during lunch lunch break and uh, I had to call up and explain why I wasn't coming back. Um, but I had to go back the next day. Yeah. Which was yeah a bit of a kicker. Yeah, I, I, I was thought I weren't working like obviously during Oliver. Um, yeah. But again, everyone knows my story. Like I started working afterwards, and like that for me was like, yeah, uh, having to go back to work, knowing what was happening. Catherine having to go, you know, luckily she had a good friend that went with her. Um, yeah. Knowing that she had to go and take the medication, I couldn't be there with her when things were starting, and um. It was hard. Yeah. It wasn't a very good day at work. I didn't get much done. No. Th- things like that, <laughs> I found with all the memories of going back to stuff like that, that never goes either. No. You you will yeah. always find yourself randomly sat there, whether you're playing a video game. Yeah. Whether you're watching a film, anything. And that's the real kicker for me is when it just comes out of nowhere and it, for all intents and purposes, bitch slaps you across the face. I was going to say bites you in the ass, but yeah. But yeah, same. Same. Exact same thing, mate. <laughs> but the yeah. other thing, like I mentioned as well, obviously now that I'm uh, Rainbow Dad, um, that was hard bonding with Scarlet. Yeah. So yeah, let's 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 talk about rainbows because obviously you were there for my journey of yeah. having Evelyn and you were quite supportive the whole time. And then obviously with Scarlett, yeah, you know, we, 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 we spoke all the way through that. Yeah. And absolutely going back to what you just said, before the bonding, let's, let's talk about like the actual pregnancy because that was horrific for me. I I remember every single day of that more so than obviously the pregnancy with Oliver because at that point, I was making I was making buttons every day, mate. Yeah, you you were blissfully unaware, right? 
first time round that anything like this can happen because I had no clue. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, bonding. I'd, I'd say at least a year properly, if I am honest. How old? How old Scarlett now? She's four in May. Yes. Um, <laughs> I knew that, Jamie. <laughs> I've only really bonded with Scarlett the last 12 months since I haven't been in work. Yeah. I, I think a lot of that, though, has to do as they get older. Yeah. And you can do more with them. So it might not necessarily be strictly because of, obviously, we've had a loss and then the rainbows. Because um, not everybody, I'd say, full on bonds with a baby that just sits there. I, I don't know. I might be wrong. Um when I say I didn't bond with her, and I'm sure you're the same, still love the absolute oh, offer. Yeah. Um, was so happy. And obviously, it, it is a distraction, not a replacement. Yes. Yeah, no, never looked at her as a replacement for Oliver. No. But, uh, like you said, during the pregnancy as well, um, we were just up to that 20-week scan. We were absolutely bricking it. And we yeah. walked in to the sonogram on that 20 week scan and I shit you not it was the same sonographer really yeah yeah sonographer yeah yeah uh we didn't say anything uh I mean, obviously she didn't recognize us because they say see so many bless them yeah um but to see her face again in the same room our, our, our hearts must have stopped yeah because we were just expecting the worst um but even when we were told that everything was fine. You don't believe it? Of, no, being part of the baby loss community back then. Um, you hear of other stories. Yeah. And then that played massively on my mind as well. Yeah. Having the knowledge then that you never had before the first pregnancy. It, it's like going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. It? Right. It is... Or taking having, the blue or the red pill. Yeah, it is having the blinkers pulled off your eyes completely when you lose a child. It's yeah. just... And I mean, the anxiety and the depression that obviously shoots with that. I mean, pre-having your rainbow, mm-hmm. what was your anxiety and depression like like then before Scarlet came along? Oh, before Scarlet, mate, it, was, it went downhill hugely mm. uh, to some proper dark places. Yeah. Uh, to the point where actually I'm still now on my antidepressants and what have you. Um, I didn't want to get up. Well, I, still, I still have bouts of it now when it's bad. Um, yeah. I'll be honest with you now, dude. I ain't showered for four days because I'm in a bit of a oomph yeah. at the moment. And that's one of the signs that I know that I'm in a bad place. But um, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I've got a shower plan for tonight. Um <laughs> Do you know what though, right? Like we me and you can laugh about this, right? But it is, it's it I think when did I I'd I'd seen something a while ago and I wrote a blog on it and it's signs to look for in your partner if they're struggling with their mental health. Yeah. And what you've just said is basically on there. Yeah. And back when I was in full swing, mate, and you know me, right? Because obviously about a year after Oliver. I'd obviously uh, started volunteering for uh, Daddies with Angels. Yes, yeah. Um, when Paul was about. And um, mm-hmm. Paul, bless him, kept me above water for so many years. Yeah. Um, 
And I kind of just sunk myself into the charity work um, and not much else, really. And I probably lost out on some valuable time with Evelyn when she was younger because of that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know me, like two years ago, I removed myself from Daddies with Angels after Paul had passed. Yeah. Um, took myself off social media practically and had a yeah, full on had some time away and had a full on mental breakdown. But that yeah. is because I shoved everything at the back of my head for so many years. Um, even Evelyn being around for me kind of helped. I get that. But not as much as it probably should have helped me because I just went crashing like a ton of bricks. Yeah. One thing that, that really got me down um, was everyone was always asking me, though, how Catherine was. Yeah. It wasn't, it was always, how's the missus? How's she doing? How's she coping? Yeah. It wasn't, and this was from, like, work colleagues, friends, even family members. It wasn't, no, no, nobody was really asking me that much. Jamie, how are you? Yeah. Because, you know, we're men. We're meant to be tough. We're meant to be hard as nails. We're meant to be able to cope. Yeah. And because I never had that opportunity to say to someone, I'm struggling. I'm not doing well. It just kept building and building and building until it got to a point where I was just like, fuck it. Does anybody really care? Yeah. Which, I, that, that's when it started getting and, and I think all in all, back, back in the early days of our time at Daddies with Angels... Mm-hmm. Having that, like the group there of other people to talk to, and obviously that's how me and you met. Yeah, um, brought a little bit of comfort because you knew you could talk freely. Yeah, someone that's been through something yeah. similar. Without without having that community there, I don't know where I'd be right now. Yeah, yeah, you're the same with me though. It was Paul did a lot of one to ones with people, like. With a lot, and he was, he was one of a kind, wasn't he? Yeah, like it's it's weird looking back. I don't think I'll ever come across anybody else like that. Yeah, like I really don't, and it's it's sad, really sad. It, it was yeah that he's uh, no longer with us. Yeah, but yeah, no, he was a huge help for me. Um, being part of a community particularly at the time, just male members. Yeah. It was a huge, huge thing. That really did help get me through the worst times. But that being said, it would have been nice to have someone in the family, someone that I knew well. Yeah. To have asked and spoke to me. and See, I was quite fortunate that, um, not so much because my, my family obviously lived like 200 miles away from me. Aye. But my mum and dad came up the day after because um, obviously it was a bit short notice for them to travel 200 mile that day. Um, but no, overall, extended family and that up here were great. Mm. Um, but I, I went down the same route, sort of like, you know, tablets and that, and I took myself off mine and I've never been back on them. How, how long did it take you uh, to go and ask the doctor Ooh. that you needed help? 
I'm going to say about... It was, it was about four months only because right. I was suffocating, mate. I could not... Because after the two-week stay in hospital, when we got home, I, I got a new job. Yes. And I started having really bad panic attacks on the train home and to work. Like, I've never suffered with anxiety or depression in my entire life until then. No. And no. I felt like I was being strangled. It was, it was that bad. And I'd have full-on panic attacks. And... It was like I had no other choice than to go to the GP. And even then, it was kind of like, here you go, here's your tablets. No leaflets, nothing. Yeah. Just crack on. It must have, I think, six or eight months when I went. Yeah. Uh, got, to be, got to be fair, though. The doctors were pretty good. Put me on a waiting list for counselling that I actually never heard back from. Because, um, again, they're, they're so short-staffed Yeah. on the mental health side of things. Um but unless you're severely, severely on the edge in, or threatening to harm yourself or others, you kind of put on the back burner until you get to that point. See, for, for me, mental health helps like a postcode lottery mm-hmm. because there's a close friend of mine and yours. Yes. Um, I'm not going to go into names and that. Not that I'd mind, but it's, you know, it's yeah. courteous. But, yeah, I um, like, I know full well he's been full on the brink and mm-hmm. not got the help, whereas somebody else that I know has. You, you know what I mean? It's like, and yeah. they live in different areas. So, yeah. it's, for me, it's like a postcode lottery. I was quite fortunate a few years ago. I ended up on CBT therapy for my anxiety. Right. Um. Didn't want to do it. I, I I tried it and I did four sessions, but it just wasn't doing anything. Um, Are you offered anything else after that? No. Or... No. No. And to be honest, that had concreted my um, mindset to not wanting to go to counselling. Yeah. Um, because counselling isn't for everybody. Um, and I'm not saying anything bad about counsellors because... I'm sure somebody else has benefited greatly from it. Oh, for sure. Um, but for me, no. Some some people it works for, some people it doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, so what did you find like your mental health went like um, after Scarlett had been born then? After Scarlett had been born, I kind of kept her at an arm's length. Yeah. Just in case anything point, bad happened. Yeah, to a point where yeah. it absolutely pissed off Catherine. Um, to be fair, because she was doing everything. Um, even though, even when she went back to work uh, part time, uh, she was doing everything for Scarlett. Um, and I just kind of just sat there and watched and just, I just couldn't take it in. And couldn't, I found it hard to accept Septo into my life. Yeah. Um, found it hard to accept that that responsibility and to attach to her, like you said, in the fear that yeah. something could happen. And you, you sit back, don't you, and you're like, what a twat I was. Oh, yeah. Now now I look back on those early years and I think, what a dickhead. Yeah. 
miss right. so much but and you'll never get those early years back it, it's not like you've gone out of your way to do it though it's kind of like a defense mechanism yeah it just clicks and yeah it's uh like like the fight or flight isn't it yeah because one way or the other and uh sadly i went the other yeah but I'd... i'm making up for it now now that i'm not working Catherine's gone back to work i have two daddy daughter days at least while Catherine's not around yeah the great art that absolutely love luckily we got a nice park right outside the window yeah I take her up for walks and what have you and baking and we just do everything and all she ever wants to do is snuggle so definitely definitely catching up with some of those snuggles i missed yeah it's uh it's weird because obviously i'm in a new relationship now um yeah. and my partner has a little lad um strangely enough was originally going to be called oliver okay that would have been Interesting. Yeah, it, it. I don't think it had changed anything. No. Um. But yeah, very interesting. But we make sure that um, because I've got fifty-fifty split custody um with Evelyn's mum. Yeah. Um. That when Jensen goes to his dad's, um, we have Evelyn at least one of the days where he's not here, so we ah, get cool. we we get that like your know, time with her. Yeah, get an Evelyn day. Yeah, it's it's great. And she comes two days and she goes back for two days and she comes for two days and she's just such a happy little child. She is blessed. Um and even on on I mean I'm gonna guess it's the same for you, mate, but like if you're having a crap day and your rainbow's doing something just absolutely cute as hell, even when they're annoying you. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. like it just it's a good feeling. Oh, it is, absolutely. But, like, with everything, though, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you obviously get to all the milestones. And and it's always there, what could have been. Yeah. Um, you know, she's recently asked uh, questions about Oliver. Yeah. And that, that's been hard to explain. Uh, so, obviously, we said, you know, he's in heaven and yeah. uh, what have you. And she said, oh, I want, I want him to come down for one day so I can play with him. And that absolutely breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. Yeah, and that you know chokes you up, and you think, yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, yeah. But she 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 understands to a point now. Um, yes. So how, how do you how do you explain stuff like that to a nearly four year old? Though you know what yeah. I mean. It's like Evelyn's six and. Probably still doesn't remotely fully understand. No. Um, and to be honest, it'll, it'll come with age. Oh yeah. What what triggers her is uh, we got like a couple of the special teddies kind of thing, and yeah. with his name on and dates and what have you. And she asks, "Oh, can I play with that teddy?" And we say, "Well, that's Oliver's teddy." And then it's like, "Oh, my brother Oliver." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a weird one because there's a few of the smaller stuff that we had for all of the teddies. Evelyn ended up with them. Yes, um, yes, and at the time, it, it, yeah, it, it kind of felt like the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say it might help them understand a little bit more and kind of make them feel a bit more involved doing that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> each to their own, obviously, because that might not be suitable for everybody, but... It's got to feel, you've got to be comfy with it because 
if you're going to give them something like that, you don't want to keep looking at it and getting angry. No. Or having any sort of like resentment. Uh, she did enjoy his last angel anniversary though, because uh, we had cake. Because she was chuffed a bit for that. Yeah, well, I think we're because uh, we're due in uh, June for Oliver's eighth birthday. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, gonna be doing summer, not making it public, and until afterwards. Um, but that's a decision I've taken, and. Um, there's two other people that share, obviously, uh, the, the same date. Yeah. Um, and we're all going to do some and kind of virtually celebrate it together and then probably look at talking about it after the fact because we were, obviously, it, it gets tiring doing stuff publicly every year. Yeah. It, it really does. You almost feel sometimes to a point, if you don't do it, people will forget, but you want to do it for yourself not for everybody else's benefit. Yeah, well, that is, and I've always said this, your sole purpose as an angel parent is to keep their memories alive because if you're not about, who else is going to remember them? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And it's it's a sad fact, but it's it's true. It is, it is. It's, yeah. I've never actually thought of that, so that's something for me to dwell on. Thanks for that one. But uh, but yeah, on some other news, Jamie's just recently come over and joined us at uh, Angel Parents UK. Yeah, I've had a uh, been and, there for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, how are you? How are you? How are you finding it? Um, well, I haven't done anything too wrong yet. I think I've only made one spelling mistake, but I got <laughs> put um, I won't tell you who put me on the naughty stair, but we all know who it was. Yeah, I've been on about four hundred times in like a month, mate. So it's fine. <laughs> No, it's it's nice to be back involved um, with the uh, baby loss community, uh, particularly with AP UK. Like we said, me and you've worked together before. Yeah. Um, and you basically come crying to me, begging to me, Jamie, come 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 work for me again. Um, well, right. Let's. Let, I rang you up and says, "Come work for me." No, no, no. You you are on your hands and knees. <laughs> If there's no video evidence, but it never happened. Um, I'm sure I've got that recorded somewhere. Or if not, yeah. I can just edit it. Um, yeah, I, I do the post on uh, a Thursday, which yeah. is um, just spotlighting and picking up things uh, that I've seen during the week. Yeah. Uh, and and that's... highlighting uh, Handmade With Love. Yeah. Because the work they do and the stuff they produce is beautiful, amazing. One of a kind. Yeah, it's like there there is loads of organizations out there who do knitted stuff for babies, boxes, other stuff, but like for me, what has always stood out is everything's like it's not mass produced, it's it the the literally make it from scratch. Yeah. And that's what's so special about them. That's really, really nice stuff. Um I've I've got a few things from them in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really good. Well, I've got two boxes upstairs. Uh, one obviously from Christmas Eve, yeah. Um, and one from uh, I think it was October the just before October the 15th. Um, stunning stuff, really good. In stuff. fact, I would say most of the stuff that we got to remember, Oliver, actually came through blue and handmade, 
Yeah, and then you uh, you got the rainbow stuff for Scarlet, didn't you? Yes, yes, I love yeah. Yes, you enjoyed doing the edits on that photo, didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. Really, she looked cute. She still does, but she looked cute about then. <laughs> I think it, it's that stage where they learn to talk and walk, mate, then you realise, like, uh-oh. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and the back. Um. Yes. Yes, I struggle. <laughs> I will not lie. I struggle with the answering back of a child. Quick shout out for you, actually, for setting us up with this computer from eBay, because uh, it turned up and it's been pretty damn fantastic. After your teething problems, yes, and you're, again, whinging and moaning to me about that for two days. I can't get my windows to work. Um, it was about it an, it was an hour and I fixed it. You just like exaggerating, don't you? No. I never exaggerate. No. But I'm just happy I've got set up with a new microphone and everything now, though, so yeah. hopefully the recordings sound a bit better at my end. When you actually click the record button, that is. Right. It's only the second time it's ever happened. Right? <laughs> and you're not even That's funny. Just, just saying that how it is, mate. You're, uh, you're, you're semi-pro. At least we did that. get 45 minutes in and then realised, because that would have been awkward. Yes, I would have. I would have got on a bus for 12 hours again <laughs> and come up and punch you in the face. We we need to do that again. Yes, once all this right. shit's over, mate. Um, yeah. I think you need a return visit and you need to come down to Plymouth. Yeah, we'll sort some out. Just you, though. You can you can leave everyone else behind. <laughs> no, because the idea is I'll bring Evelyn and Jensen down and then we'll leave them for a week and we'll come back. Yeah, that'd be good. It's good for us, mate. Well, yeah, probably. But we'll have to sort that out towards the end of the year with uh, once all this shit's done and dusted. Yeah. Uh, I've actually got my vaccine book for Tuesday. Oh, have you? Yes, got my first jab on the way. Oh, mint. Catherine's had both hers because she works in care. Yeah. Uh, so that's all good. What criteria are you getting yours under? Fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, health? Yes. Yeah, uh, high BMI and type 2 diabetes. See, I've been trying to get all this, right, by eating loads of McDonald's off Uber Eats every day, but it's just not happening, mate. Honestly, mate, ain't worth the hassle. Trust me. No. Um, well, I think over 40s are next, and obviously I'm still quite a spring chicken, and the fact that I'm only 37, so I'll have to wait for the uh, the next one after that. Yeah, bless you. You don't look only 37. Um this is why I don't have a face for TV, mate. This is why you do podcasts rather than live video broadcasts, isn't it? Yes. Fair deeds. Whereas I actually go live two, three times a week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you've not broke Facebook doing that yet, but, you know. I know, I know. How's the uh, whole vaping and uh, Facebook Live stuff going? Because I don't really get that much chance to check into them because I'm usually on PlayStation where you're doing lives. Not going to lie. Wow. <laughs> Again, brutally honest. Uh, but no, that's going well. Um, doing some really good reviews at the moment. Yeah. Uh, great bit of banter. Got a nice little following, loyal wallet followers. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just enjoy it. It's uh, it's another way of me putting myself out there. It, yeah. I'd started doing it just to boost my self-confidence. 
Yeah. And then it's just turned into a, a quite passion hobby. So Which has grown immensely, I might add, like from when you first started doing it. And I've, yeah, I've I mean, spoke to were... obviously a few of the people that you you've got to know through it and that and Yeah. So you bought a few products off some of our contacts and Yeah. Yeah, some 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 the vape well see back when I was vaping like a few years ago, probably around about the time we met, um yeah. the community was decent back then. So it's it, it's one of them things, leave your ego at the door and uh, be nice. Oh, for sure. But no, I enjoy it. Like I said, do that two, three times a week. Yeah. Gives me something to do, gets me in my room, away from the missus. Um, <laughs> I'll make sure she bolt. finds out about that. I've got a boat on this side of the door so she can't get in. Wow. Is that so Scarlet can't get in? Uh, no, she, she'll, she'll, she comes in. Quite often into what's my lights. Bless her. Auto bombed by a nearly four year older. Every, everyone says, Oh, good night, Scarlett. They all put in the comments. She is lush. So, so. Nah, I, she, I, she's I got like... a mum's looks, thankfully, and she's got a bad brains, thank God. Because <laughs> if she had a mum's brains, then she'd be walking into walls. But yeah, I, I literally, when we do arrange a visit, I'll have to bring Evelyn down for Scarlet though, because obviously them two are they always having a good old chinwag on video calls. Bless them. I think the kids actually end up talking to each other more than we do. More than we fun. do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to get her own Facebook slash Skype account just so she can call <laughs> Evelyn. Bless. Yeah, she'll, she'll absolutely love meeting Scarlet. I know for a fact she will. Yeah, that'd be diamond. We'll sort that out, definitely. Yeah, I've just got to figure out how to get down there with two children. 12 hours on a coach, it's fine. 12 hours on a coach. That's what I had to tolerate to come and see Yes, me. you didn't bring a child with you, though. No, I didn't. Fair point. But they do have <laughs> luggage compartments. Well. Just saying. Not that I haven't thought about that. Because I'd be lying <laughs> if I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you, you um, I actually asked you, have you uh, watched any good films or TV shows recently? Oh yes, uh, we are obsessed with Nine One One Dispatch. Absolutely brilliant series. So what obviously Nine One One, it's American. Is it a TV show or is it like a documentary? It's a drama. Dram- a drama. drama. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of it. Really, really good. So obviously it focuses around first responders. Is it new? Um, it is really good. The first episode shocked us to shit, though. Um, so going back to the whole baby thing, it kind of triggered us a little bit, actually. Uh, a young teenage girl had a baby on the toilet. The baby was alive. Yeah. She panicked and flushed it. Oh, shit. So on the first episode, they're rescuing a newborn baby through the pipework in a block of flats. Wow. And they were actually quite graphic about it. Really? Yeah, show them cutting the pipes and uh, pulling the baby out. And it was, you know, it was it was a happy ending. Happy ending, I will say that. But even then, things on TV's. TVs and movies do make us think. 
it'd be, they did choke us up a bit, but... No, I, I hate movie. when you watch a film and then, boom, child loss. And it's like, I wish I'd have known that because I would not have watched it. On the other hand, though, it's good that it's being put out into mainstream media more. I think, like you, there should be a warning. Yeah. But at least they're not shying away from it now. It's being mentioned more often. It's being publicised factually and dramatically in shows. I think on about like TVs and movies, one thing for me, and it's been quite a heated discussion in some circles, is comedians. And (laughs) I don't think comedians should come with trigger warnings. I don't think they should be limited to what they can see. No. Um, Because it's it's comedy. And without it, somebody is always going to have something to not like about. I'll be honest, Ricky Gervais, a few years back, did a Netflix special. Yes. And I hated it. Right. Like, many people probably would have liked it, but there were that many child loss jokes in it. It just felt like a lazy comedy for shock factor. Um, Yeah. But... That was kind of like the extent of it. Like I just turned it off. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be brutally honest. Um, I've <laughs> take this as you will, um, but I've actually heard some baby lost jokes on comedy sketches, and I've actually even had a bit of a giggle about it myself. Yeah, I mean, you know me, dark humor completely. Yeah, yeah. I just I found it. It wasn't so much actually the content, it just felt like a lazy, it was lazy, lazy attempt, and it was just like boom, 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 shock factor. Um, yeah, it was it was a weird one, but that's it. I've got dark humor, I've I've had a good old chuckle at like some jokes I'd never be proud of admitting to laughing at. Yeah. Um, but it's comedy. Yeah. Like I'm 37 year old, I've had the piss taken out of me for my ginger hair my whole life. You know, am I going to start getting offended at jokes about gingers all of a sudden? You know what I mean? It's like, no. Also, uh, I suppose along the same, similar lines of um, movies, TVs, is video games. Yes. There was one game I started playing, actually, not long after we locked Oliver. Uh, the Witcher 3. Yeah. Now, there was a mission early on in there that involved a miscarriage. See, I've played it, and I don't know if I've done that mission. If I have, I've probably just, like, zoned it out of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to go find the baby and where the mother dumped the baby. And... No, no, I've not, I don't think I've actually done that. Yeah. But that's, that's something else, you know, another place that is actually now making a bit of an appearance. Yeah. Which, again, you know, at the time threw me off. But I have gone back since and played the game and really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, some stuff you've kind of got to move past, haven't you? Otherwise, you just never enjoy anything. You, you can't avoid it, unfortunately. It's, no. it's not something you can shy away from anymore. It's not, And it's not something it should be shied away from. Exactly. You know, back, what, 30, 40 years ago where it was undiscussed, you know, all done behind closed doors, no one ever mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, you know, now now there's a, there is a whole light shined upon it. Um, 
Which no more than uh, October the fifteenth, actually. Yep. With the wave of light. Yeah. Which uh, it took part in every year since. Yeah, I've, uh, I've never actually been to one. See, we, we've got a lovely baby garden uh, down in our local hospital. Well, Neil, who uh, co-hosts the main show with us, he um, he goes to one up in, um, pretty sure it's Cramlinton. If not, I know right. he's been to that one, and he's been to the uh, Faluwe Wave of Light as well that they do in Sunderland. Um, I've always either been working... Yeah. Or obviously like childcare, so it's I've not been able to go. Yeah, no, they if, if you can, it is one of those mixed emotions with meeting other parents. Um, I actually does it two years ago? Two years ago, I spoke at one of them. Yeah, I actually I read Oliver's uh, poem that was at his funeral, and that was at um, Little Things. Little Things in Co. Little yeah, in Co. Yeah, and that was uh, done in uh, local hospital, Delford. Which they run and maintain a really, really lovely baby garden there. Yeah, because did obviously I don't think they're on at the moment, but you went to their support groups, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was a that was a huge, huge help and met some really, really nice people there. Yeah. It was nice to have that face to face interaction with um, other parents that had been through a loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that really did help. Yeah, it's. It's good when you have stuff like that. I've, I've never really come across all like that in my area. Maybe because I've not looked hard enough, I don't know. But obviously, you know, my experiences with trying to get support from uh, Sands after Oliver, I just... Yes, I don't I, know if you're going to mention them, but yeah. Yeah, I got... I got I've, it's all over my blogs. I'm not going to shy away from it. I got offered no help. I actually made a phone call to them as well after Oliver. Yeah. And, and I was told that there was nothing they could do for me. Exactly. Then there's loads of people, and it's it, it's sad. But it is. It I suppose with anything, there's always going to be gaps. But considering they're the uh, one of the big players in child loss charities. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's the same if you go back to like the NHS. Mistakes shouldn't happen because you know. But I think it is a sad reality. I, I come to terms with that a long time ago. Um, yeah, because we all know the local Sands volunteer groups do great work. Yeah, it's um, nothing to do, nothing to do. So with my my opinion on like Sands as a they are for all intents and purposes a company. Yes. Um, don't don't really matter, and it, I'd never want it to take away from any of the local volunteers' work because yeah, you know they do amazing stuff. Which fantastic. at the end of the day is all that matters. Just, just raising the awareness and trying to be there for parents that have, yeah, that have left, uh, lost little ones. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, been trying to get this interview done for a while, haven't we? Actually, I don't know why it's taken us so long. Because you're useless at scheduling. Yeah, it is probably definitely one hundred percent that. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna butter, not gonna buttercoat it, mate. No, I need to get right to scheduling my next show, actually, because I, I need to start like sorting my time out better, I think. I need to get around to listening to some. <laughs> I've, listened to a, I've listened to a couple. Not everybody um, has time to sit there, and it's that's okay, you know what I mean? I've already, it, it, it was always the same. Like I'll listen to this one, for sure. No, but I knew you would. 
<laughs> no, but like back in the early days, like my mantra has always been if I can help one person, yeah, that is all that's ever mattered to me. Well, mate, I can say for sure you definitely helped me a hell of a lot, dude. I know, and then I got stuck with you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Like you said, mate, you were there for me uh, after Oliver. You were there for me with everything with Scarlet. It works both ways, though, because obviously vice versa. So For that, mate, eternally grateful to you, dude. Yeah, I do, mate, because, like, you know, you're having a bad day. We talk. I'm having a bad day. We talk. Yeah. Um, if we wanted to random catch up and talk about crap, that happens. Yeah. Yes. But, Pretty much every day now again, isn't it? Yeah, it, it got to the point where it was maybe what twice a month. Yeah, because you were just being a. You, to be honest. Well, I mean, I, I don't blame you, and probably because you were just being a bit of an antisocial bastard. But you know, I was, yeah, I was. But no, some friendships don't matter about that, does it? At the end of the day, you know what I mean? Or you pick them up where you left them off. I for sure, yeah. But yeah. But no, it's been uh, really good talking to you, man. That's been all right. <laughs> right, I shall catch you later, buddy. Diamond, I'm off to play Call of Duty. Legend. <laughs> Take care, dude. And you. You've been listening to Brain Heart Body. If you would like to reach out to us, please contact us via our Facebook page, Oliver's Legacy Media Group.